Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Thinking Crypto Podcast, your home for cryptocurrency news and interviews. If you are new here, please hit that subscribe button as well as a thumbs up button and leave a comment below. If you're listening on a podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple, or Google, please leave a five-star rating and review. It supports the podcast and it doesn't cost you anything. This content is brought to you by Uphold, which makes crypto investing easy. I've been using Uphold since 2017, so I can vouch for this platform. They have 10 plus million users, 250 plus cryptocurrencies, and they're available in 150 countries. Right now, they're running a great promo that if you uh, sign up and you spend at least $600, you can get $50 in Bitcoin for free. If you'd like to learn more, please visit the link in the description. All right, let's start off with some very interesting data here from Glassnode, my friends. The number of addresses with a balance of greater than 10,000 Bitcoin is skyrocketing. It's increasing, guys. The data does not lie. You know, it's funny when you look at all the cycles, it's the same thing that repeats over and over. Smart money and whales, they accumulate when there's blood on the streets, when there's fear in the market, and they sell at the euphoric phase when everybody's talking about Bitcoin and crypto. When CNBC and Jim Cramer and all these guys are bullish, that's when they're selling. The data doesn't lie. And here, I know those of you listening on a podcast, you can't see the chart, but it's just showing the balance once again for those holding over or, or addresses for those holding over 10,000 Bitcoin is on the rise significantly. And then if you look back, even just in 2022 and 2021, that number was dropping. Why? They were selling at the peak when the prices were hitting 65 and 69,000. So it's this is how you have to look at the market. This is how smart money operates. Right now, people are fearful. There are macroeconomic factors. And of course, I'm not telling you to go put your life savings in crypto. No, that would be stupid. You put some of your investment capital into crypto. You diversify, right? And you can diversify into Bitcoin and altcoins as well. 
but the, the smart money they're clearly making the moves here and is it making cnbc headlines right now no the, you know the headlines right now is fear and the price is going to crash and this is happening while smart money and whales accumulate so once again the data doesn't lie and, and they are accumulating they know that uh the bear market bottom has taken place and you buy the blood on the street so really great data this is stuff i love to look at uh, and, and integrate into my investment strategy because it's knowledge, it's information. I'm, I'm making a more informed, educated decision versus, you know, based on my feelings. I'm using data. So uh, really, really great stuff here. Now, Laura Shin, who runs um, the Unchained Crypto podcast, uh, she had uh, Tom Emmer, who I've had on the podcast many times. I'm trying to get him back on. She interviewed him and, you know, he had some interesting quotes. He said, uh, Gary Genser, SEC chair Gary Genser, is a Elizabeth Warren disciple and a bad faith regulator. Could have said it better. Um, you know, I would say Gary Genser is also corrupt. And and, and Elizabeth Warren is an anti-American, uh, I don't know what other descriptive I can use here, but we know who she is and she's a big time hypocrite. So, there is a hearing coming up on the 18th, and I'm hoping uh, Tom Member and the rest of the folks in the House Financial Committee of Services can hold Gary Genser accountable, ask him the hard questions, and also cut off some of his funding that he's looking to get. And I tweeted out this morning, uh, good morning, everyone. This is a friendly reminder that corrupt regulator Gary Genser and anti-American Senator Warren are not taking days off. Continue to take action, contact your representatives, support crypto advocacy groups, make content, tweet, etc. Spread awareness where you can, because they're not giving up. You saw Elizabeth Warren added to her campaign an anti-crypto slogan, right? Here, Cody Carbone of the Chamber of Digital Commerce, who I recently had on the podcast, you know, he tweeted out um, uh, or retweeted a, a, a chart showing Gary Genser's double standard and hypocrisy, how he keeps changing the narrative. And uh, you can't put your finger on where Gary stands. You know, uh, he's saying different things at different times. Uh, and, and this is kind of crazy, right? You look over the years, it's just a mess. Uh, so Cody said, very much looking forward to some members of the committee asking him about the, his change of hearts on these subjects on April 18th. Um, and he tagged Warren Davidson and Representative Heizinga, who I've had on the podcast. And uh, Gary is a pathetic man. Uh, we got to get this guy out of office. Now, here's some uh, interesting news along the lines of Operation Choke Point. Binance US affiliate struggles to find a bank to take its customers' cash. According to sources, this is being reported by the Wall Street Journal. And uh, it's Essentially, the banks that got shut down, you know, Signature, Silicon Valley, and so forth, many of them, of course, were banking crypto companies. And um, let me give you some details. The Wall Street Journal wants me to pay for this, uh, but I can at least give you the, the intro paragraph. The U.S. affiliate of global crypto exchange Binance has struggled to find a bank for its customers' cash after the failure of Signature Bank left it without a key banking partner. People familiar with the matter said users' dollar deposits are were previously sent to either Signature Bank or Silvergate Capital Corp. According to Binance US's site, the failures of Signature and Silvergate, both seen as a, as friendly to crypto companies, left many crypto firms rushing to find new banking partners. So Operation Chokepoint 2.0 is a real thing, my friends. And 
We know Elizabeth Warren was one of the folks contributing to the bank runs. So I think it's pretty clear what's taking place here, right? And hopefully Congress can act to figure out these things and stop the, the likes of Elizabeth Warren and Gary Genser and so forth. Now, the main topic of this video, guys, is what Ripple CTO David Schwartz had to say about some myths or statements that you know usually surround XRP. And look, I'll be the first to tell you that uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that surround XRP, and a lot of which I don't subscribe to at all. Uh, but they're out there, and I'm glad David came out and really addressed this. So let me give you the start of this. So one user by the name of Sir Clown Sniper on Twitter, he tweeted out, I would like Joel Katz, which is David Schwartz, um, uh, Hammer Toe, which is uh, Matt Hamilton, who worked at Ripple, or anyone else to crit critique my 10 things the XRP community needs to get right. Um, and I'll read them out. First, XRP can't be pegged to gold, silver, or anything else. Number two, XRP can't magically just become a stablecoin. Number three, stablecoins issued on the XRPL are not XRP. Number four, the XRPL requires electricity to operate. Number five, XRP can only exist on the XRPL, otherwise it's an IOU. Number six, XRP has nothing to do with ISO 222. Uh, in, number seven, Interledger doesn't require XRP. Number eight, all the money in the world will not run across the XRPL. Number nine, the U.S. government is not going to buy back your XRP. Number 10, RippleNet is totally different from the XRP ledger. So all those things kind of seem obvious, but once again, there's tons of conspiracy theories uh, floating out there and people build these massive narratives behind some of these things. And, uh, you know, it goes into some whole rabbit hole of, uh, man, I, I don't know. They try to connect dots everywhere. Many of you know that meme of, um, I think it's, it's some the the movie Horrible Bosses or something like that, where the guy's trying to connect all these different things. And it's like all these mental gymnastics. And it's like, holy crap, this is crazy. Well, David Schwartz replied to that uh, tweet about two days ago on April 6th and said, all of these things are true. So I had retweeted David and said, this is great. I'm glad David is putting a stop to all these crazy theories and so forth. And then today he actually elaborated and added more context to each of these items. So he said, let's talk about 10 things nobody can speak for uh, XRP or XRPL. And these, thing, and these are just my own views. Although it's dangerous to say something will definitely not happen. I'm happy, uh, or excuse me, I'm talking about what's it's reasonable, what is reasonable to expect. So he goes into a 13 tweet thread here. So let me give you uh, the details here. So first, XRP can't be pegged to gold, silver, or anything else. In theory, nothing prevents someone from trying to peg the price, but it's absurd to expect someone to do this when it's virtually impossible to imagine why anyone would want to do that. So for the people who are, oh, it's XRP is going to be pegged to gold and all that. Well, David's debunking that. Uh, number two, XRP can't magically become a stable coin. Someone could offer to redeem XRP at some fixed rate for something else to set a floor price. But why would anyone want to do that? Why wouldn't they just issue a stable coin and not mess XRP or mess up XRP? If you want a stable coin, buy one. Uh, next, stable coins issued on the XRPL are not XRP. He said, this is 
obviously correct. You can issue stablecoins on the XRP ledger, but those are distinct assets from XRP. They have an issuer who typically redeems them and controls them, unlike XRP, which doesn't work that way. Number four, the XRPL requires electricity to operate. He said, I'm not sure how this could be controversial. We don't have non-electric computers with some kind of capabilities needed to run uh, any blockchain. So I don't know how this is some sort of theory. I don't know who's been sharing this or saying this, but uh, obviously it needs electricity to work. I mean, it's all running on the internet. Um, number five, XRP can only exist on the XRPL. Otherwise, it's an IOU. David says the XRPL is the authoritative uh, record of XRP ownership. You can create XRP denominated assets elsewhere, but unless they're somehow one to one tied to XRP on the XRPL, they're not XRP, but a derivative or IOU. Now, next, uh, number six, XRP has nothing to do with ISO 222. He says, ISO 222 is a messaging standard for payments. XRP is a cryptocurrency, period. While there could certainly be projects using both of these things, there is no real inherent overlap between them. So there's been a lot of people, you know, trying to say, oh, ISO 200. I, I was saying that months ago, like, uh, I don't think they're related. It's just everyone moving to a different standard, but uh, it has nothing to do with XRP specifically. Um, number seven, Interledger doesn't require uh, XRP. ILP. ILP works with any asset, either for payment or settlement. It works well in conjunction with the XRPL payment channels. You can use ILP, which is Interledger Protocol, for pure dollar payments if you want. Um, okay, I guess this is number nine now. Uh, all the money in the world would not run on across the XRPL. David says, massively scaling blockchain is hard. That doesn't limit use of XRP to denominate payments or using payment channels, IOUs, derivatives, etc. Most of the world's payments don't belong on a public blockchain. Uh, it continues. The next one, uh, I think this is number nine. The US government is not going to buy back your XRP. <laughs> So this has been a, some massive conspiracy theory. Oh, the government's going to buy back your XRP. And people have been saying like, geez, just these ridiculous price points. Uh, it's, it's really crazy. David says, tying XRP to one particular jurisdiction plays to its weakness rather than its strengths. Cryptocurrencies work best when their ownership is diverse. Um, number 10, RippleNet is totally different from the XRP ledger. David says, RippleNet is an enterprise payment system that eliminates barriers to using XRPL for the source or destination or bridge in enterprise payments. RippleNet is a private network based on earlier versions of the internet or the interledger protocol. Finally, he says, uh, XRP and XRPL really are what you see is what you get. If you're imagining that, imagining that there is some massive secret you're imagining, you can imagine anything about anything. Imagining things doesn't justify believing them. Be excited about what is actually there or build things. I love, once again, that David is coming out, putting all this conspiracy theory nonsense to bed uh, and just stopping a lot of this. But funny enough, when you read the comments, there's still people like, oh, but David doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, you're telling the CTO, one of the creators of the XRP ledger, that he doesn't know what he's talking about. 
people are it's, it's, a lot of people are delusional man and they will they just want to believe things uh maybe it makes them feel better uh gives them uh hope i guess right but they get they cross a line where it's just they they get into outlandish unreasonable things but much respect to david for doing this um i'm because a lot of this conspiracy stuff it honestly makes a lot of crypto look foolish to people who are you know on the outside so i'm glad he's putting a stop to a lot of this look you can't stop it right people are going to do what they want but at least it the facts are out there from someone at ripple from someone who created the xrp ledger and uh he's you know putting putting a lot end to a lot of these things so hopefully it helps some people to see the light and wake up like stop with the conspiracy theories and look at the facts and um and you know there are people who all they're just all in on xrp instead of diversifying and i've been telling people for years diversify i hold bitcoin i hold xrp i hold ethereum i'm here to make money and i'm looking at real world real world adoption I'm not dreaming up stuff. I'm not making stuff up. I'm not coming up with new theory, conspiracy theories that, oh, the Fed's going to buy all my XRP and uh, you know, all that stuff is really silly. So wanted to share this with you guys. I think it's important to put it out there, spread awareness of the facts, not conspiracy theories, not stuff people dreamed up or hope and wishes and feelings, but facts. So much respect to David here. All right, guys, let me know what you think, and I'll talk to you all later. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.